Welcome to the Echo Podcast. Um, we're here with Richard, Lucy, and Bruce to discuss virtual high school at SAS and give advice to underclassmen and juniors who are considering taking a VHS course in the future. So first, we're going to be we're going to start off with talking about what VHS is. So, Lucy, can you give us a brief introduction into it, what it is as an option and what it provides for students? Right, so VHS is an acronym for virtual high school. It's essentially the same as taking any other class at SAS, only it's, I guess it, online. So we go on this website called VHS Learning, and whatever courses we've registered, we will um, learn on there. VHS is often valuable to students because they provide courses that are not off offered at SAS. For example, AP courses like AP Human Geography, AP Environmental Science, and other advanced courses that may not be um, at SAS. And so, um, Bruce, can you talk a bit about what led you to choose VHS and how the process of choosing VHS was in terms of negotiating with your college counselors and their advice on the topic? Sure. So um, from my previous conception of what VHS was, it was understood that um, to take it while it was a pretty free course in terms of grades, you still have to be very self-motivated. And that was one of the concerns that was brought up by my college counselor when I was considering taking yeah, AP VHS, which is if you fall behind your, in your coursework, um, you will take zeros, but if you don't, then you'll achieve very favorable grades. Um, I think that's very much the case where um, you actually do get zeros if you turn in your work late. But um, as long as you turn in something, they tend to give you hundreds. So it's like actually not that challenging if you have some degree of self-discipline. Mm, yeah, I agree. So that ties into our next topic, which is how the VHS experience is. So I have to agree with you on that if you're disciplined and if you're willing to do stuff, you will get a hundreds. It's like a hundreds versus zeros, which is very similar to what my college counselor <laughs> and school counselor was telling me when I was deciding whether or not to take VHS. Um, I actually had a period in 10th grade when I was looking to take, I think, AP Human Geography, but ended up um, not taking it because the the um, the person who managed VHS at SES at the time, I think it was Mr. Linzel? No. No. Oh, the, wo- the woman and the man, they were married. Yeah, they were married. Counselors, what are they called? Oh. His name's irrelevant, but I just know he goes to you, right? Yes, he ghosted me. This yeah. person ghosted me. Because, no, he had a medical emergency. Yes. I... <coughs> Dotson. Dotson. Oh. Mr. Dotson. Mr. Dotson. Yeah. Mr. Dotson was the... Um, VHS coordinator. Yeah, coordinator. The site coordinator for VHS at the time. And he, I guess, due to the low demand for VHS courses, he didn't really respond to my emails. And um, I ended up not being able to take AP Human Geography in junior year which now I am grateful for, and we'll explain the reasons for that later um, in this podcast. But it is definitely true that the VHS system is is very um, not well-designed and not developed. I think that you make a great point. I think when you do choose a VHS course, a lot of your counselors will generally recommend not taking it. And at the time, you know, I was like a sophomore and a junior. I really wanted to take this class. Um, I actually want to take IB ESS, but they really advised me against it, so I took IB Chinese instead because it will look stronger on my resume, right? But I asked about VHS, and one thing that every teacher, the science teachers, the college counselors, everyone recommended me against taking this because they warned me that there would be a heavy course load. 
um, I had taken like AP courses before, so I would I know what like an AP course load is, but I just couldn't imagine, like I guess the magnitude of the course load until I took AP ESS. So, like, I guess one thing I would say is that listen to your teachers when they say the course load is a lot because oftentimes you don't you can't really imagine it and. You know, when you do like take the course, you're already like what two weeks in, and you can't switch out of it. So you really have to know what you're getting into. That's a great point because like you might read some of the AP exams for APES and be like, oh, this is so easy. Like I could do this in like twenty seconds, but you don't realize just how much work there is because it might be easy that you can finish like one PDF in like an hour, but they load you with like ten assignments a week, which each takes an hour unless you use some. Additional resources, which may or may not be named. <laughs> but, um, yeah, you know, if you don't have those resources, you might end up bogged down by like hours and hours of work. Yeah, absolutely. I think your point about how, you know, it's perceived that um, courses like AP ESS and Human Geography, they're they seem like really easy courses, and it is true that they are on the relatively easy side on the AP courses in terms of you know compared to other courses that are offered at SAS. Um, I remember seeing this Reddit chart. There's like a graph of AP courses with like how con- time consuming it is on the y-axis and how difficult it is on x-axis. And courses that were offered on VHS that I wanted to take, um, I sort of just looked for them on the chart because, um, because they were so easy. And then it is true that they are easy, but there is a contrast when you get to VHS and they basically pile you with unnecessary coursework and worksheets that aren't very well designed and don't really facilitate your learning either, is my honest opinion. Um, What do you guys think about that? Do you think these worksheets are effective towards preparing you for the AP exam? Definitely not. Uh, I think there's this assignment we have to do every week called measuring your (laughs) 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 measuring your impact. So essentially, that worksheet is just basically doing basic math. You know, they give you like however, for example, like however many gallons or whatever amount of water someone drinks, and you have to calculate how much they would drink in a year if, let's say, they drank twelve gallons a day. Um, it's kind of like very simple math, like middle school math, but it's just pages and pages of that every single week. And when that piles on with your other schoolwork, that gets really consuming as well. Another thing I'm really frustrated with is the discussions you have to do every week. So basically, midweek is Friday for us because our school weeks, they call them, start on Wednesday. And mid by midweek Friday, we have to post a discussion to the discussion panel. And then throughout the week, we have to come back and reply to our classmates' posts. And oftentimes, you know, they give us some guiding questions or whatever that we can respond with. And oftentimes, I feel like what I'm posting feels very, like, disingenuous. Like, I'm trying to find something to talk about with the classmate, even though I think that their post is, like, perfect or whatever and doesn't need fixing. I still have to try to find some minuscule detail to, like, tell them to fix because that is part of, like, the discussion criteria. Also, one thing is that we have to come back on different days to respond to the post, which I find absolutely absurd. Like, um, it's very unnecessary, as you can see. So yeah, I very like highly disagree with that. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing that makes it hard, especially with the multiple days thing and discussions, and also the due dates in general, is that the time zones are set in, is it Eastern time? Eastern time, Eastern time in the US. 
And so, like, when they're talking about finish this assignment by that the due date is Friday, it's actually Saturday at 12 p.m. noon. Yeah, 12 p.m. in China, standard time. And so that's always, like, something that's difficult. So if you don't, like, the, the thing that, the problem that brings up is that if you don't have, you know, much discipline or you don't get in the habit of, like, submitting your work early, um, you'll get into a routine, you know, routine of submitting the work on the day after, which makes it very hard to keep track of, you know, when it's due. Bruce, do you want to talk about the policies for, you know, the consequences of turning in late work and how that impacts your VHS experience? Sure. So, um, supposedly, you are given a zero tolerance policy where if you turn in anything one second late past 11.59 noon, you are going to get deducted a certain percentage of the points. So on the first week, that's around 10%, I think. Uh, so say you submitted something with full credit, that would go down to 9%. And past that week, if you turn in anything late, it will be deducted 20%. So um, I'm very familiar with this rule because it's happened to me a few times. But um, it's actually quite concerning how low that tanks your grade, even if you do everything perfectly. Like, sometimes because of the thing that you mentioned about the time zones, I've forgotten to submit my work. <laughs> and it's been, I've submitted at like 1 p.m. and then I go back like a few days later and then I see my course grade and that dropped like 3% because 20% of my grades are gone <laughs> because I submitted all my work grade. Right, so, I can yeah. relate to that. I actually, um, because our work is due Wednesday at 12 p.m. for us every single week, time zone difference, um, I submit my work one minute after the deadline because of an internet issue. Not because I didn't do it, but I still got deducted 10% and that pushed my grade down by 1%, which was very, I was very distraught by that. Yeah, it's definitely very demotivating in terms of um, the contribution to your overall learning experience to have this sort of harsh policy where it's not really able, it's not really possible to negotiate with like a teacher in terms of human-to-human interactions, more of, oh, we should talk about the um, discussion channels and the private messages mm-hmm. and how that works. Private and, topics. Yeah, oh and that ties in with the overall, you know, structure of the VHS, VHS learning platform as well. It's just really, it's really outdated. I mean, it looks modern and it's efficient. For example, the discussion threads, like when you make a new post, it opens in a new pop-up window. That's like a terrible UI design. Yeah. This website is very poorly designed and yeah. it's very hard to navigate as like a it student is. going into it because I had no idea how mm-hmm. to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys used the uh, textbook? Like, yeah, you have to go back to the like, Oh, oh the yeah. Yeah, the ebook. It's the so ebook. Annoying. Oh my God. Yeah. You have to open like a different, like, uh, like a different portal, and I go into the different portal on the textbook. Yeah. It takes so long. I suspect that they have some like paid partnership with that sapling learning sapling. thing. It's like- I don't think I've used it once. You need it for your test. Do we? Sometimes. Oh. Sometimes. Oh, okay. Oh, well, I mean, the me textbook time. itself is- Oh, yeah. Like the questions you have to do. Yeah, but I, th- I think the textbook is well written, but it's- It shows how- It shows how the experience is so disjointed given that you don't need the textbook to succeed. Yeah. You yeah. don't need much to succeed in this class. Honestly. You don't need much. You yeah. just need time. And, um, I mean, not, not even time, really. <laughs> 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 well, it depends on how you approach yeah, it depends on how you do the, the writing of the yeah. assignments. What do you guys think about the lab kits? What lab kits? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, in case you're wondering, so for AP Environmental Science, the VHS like headquarters or something, like their offices, mm-hmm. ship physical lab kits 
that like basic materials and also some specialized things like water filtration kits, like testing kits, whatever. Mm-hmm. They ship it to your school. And I think their intention is that we should be keeping them at home somewhere that like we can access all the time. Mm-hmm. But in terms of the school, the school's policy is that not even the school's policy because the school doesn't really care about VHS, but rather the yeah. lab technician's routine is to just keep it in this discrete corner in the court in one of the rooms on um, the CID. Yeah. And it's it's just one lab kit. It's not it's like one lab kit for everyone. So usually I feel like I'm the only one who does experiments. That's not true. <laughs> okay, we're the only two that do experiments. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it's not true. Yeah. Okay. And the lab kit itself is like a lot of it's a lot of missing materials as well. It's really hard to find. And um, when we do labs, there's a requirement that you have to submit two photos, one with your face in it, and also get lab credit. And sometimes it, it's just really, it's really not motivating to not have a teacher that supervises you and makes sure that you actually complete the lab. We can go on discussion about the ethics and integrity of um, this student taking VHS, but I feel like a lot of the influence on VHS students' behaviors also comes from the nature of the course itself. I think. Yeah, I think you make a really great point about the lab kit. It, it definitely is very demotivating to go in there every week and stare at like this messed up basket that's laying on the floor with materials missing. Like I was actually under the assumption that everyone else did the lab and I was just the last one, but I guess I was wrong. <laughs> but yeah, um, a lot of times halfway through the lab, I would think that like, oh, what's the point in doing this? There's materials missing. No one else is doing this either. So. Sometimes I would be tempted to fake a lot of the data and, you know, that's not very good of me to do that, right? Because I'm supposed to do the lab and report what actually happened. But yeah, definitely sometimes just having like a messed up kid can ruin your entire lab because you just don't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Yeah. And onto that like photo thing, like, I think it's very illegitimate for two reasons. So one, if you're a student actually doing it, it feels very like concerning or strange, so you have to take a selfie of yourself with your laptop to prove they actually did it. And two, if you didn't do it, it's really not that hard to fake a photo of yourself doing yes. a lab kit. Like, it's so, like, for the sake of doing it. You're doing it for the sake of doing it. It's not actually verifying anything to say that, like, you took a photo of your lab kit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about the water filtration lab that we did this week and last week as an example. I feel like I gained nothing from learning, um, from doing that lab in terms of learning value. Is it the dripping thing? Yeah, the dripping thing. Yeah. So what we did was, and we didn't really have the proper materials either. What we did was we had to poke holes in a styrofoam cup and... Fill it with sand. Yeah. Was it coal or something? Charcoal. Charcoal. I don't know what that was. <laughs> did we get any in the dive kit? I, I found this like big black rock. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was doing <laughs> one rock. Yeah. Way. yeah. I, I visualized myself putting the rock in the water <laughs> and seeing the... The, the, the gravel disappear. Oh my god. It's like. <laughs> no, but it's true, I couldn't break it. Yeah, yeah right. It's so ridiculous. For context, yeah. we were given um, a piece of charcoal. It was about the size of a small boulder, let's say. <laughs> and. Um, our instruction said to break down the charcoal until it was the size of two peas. Well, we obviously couldn't do that. So, for, for that aspect of the lab, we had to use our imagination. <laughs> 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 imaginary cold, yeah. Yeah, and I think, I think 
the, the, the sad thing is that the fact that we use our imagination did nothing to reduce our learning value either. Because <laughs> we were learning nothing in the first place. Yes. So yeah, so there's no difference. Yes. Um, yeah. That's actually interesting that you brought that up because as I'm doing the lab report like right now for homework, um, I actually use some online resources. <laughs> some online resources to figure out what exactly the point of the lab was. And I actually found out that we were supposed to purify the water when the last trial happened. And it was essentially we were trying to purify the water, right? But we couldn't do that. <laughs> we couldn't do that because we weren't given the right materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are we learning here? Exactly. And I can also make a connection to another lab that we did with um, the... What was it called? The Lamotte water testing kits. It was one of it was in the blue tray, oh, I know. the white boxes, yeah. and they had like up to ten tests that we just had to do one by one. Yeah. For a sample of water, and the the sad thing is that there was no apparently there was like a supposed to be like a handbook for yeah. how to did, yeah. like interpret the values, and oh. there was none. So yeah. we had to search for online resources, and it was very tedious and inconsistent. Yeah, and I ended up getting a very low grade. For that assignment, oh. um, because of the inconsistencies in my data, and that's a shame. Like, yeah, honestly, that's a shame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's very sad. We also talk about how they basically assume that there is like a natural environment next to you. Because personally, I live in an apartment complex that has artificial <laughs> trees, yeah. and it's like a curated, like garden-ish environment. But then they 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 keep asking for these like natural ecosystem what's it called it's called a vista yeah. we have to make a oh another of our weekly um posts is called the vista where you basically you have to you have to go outside of your house you have to take a digital camera with you take tools like rollers yes. and um shovels and other shovels things yes sometimes you have to dig up soil and basically take photographs and answer some um questions that you know it's 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 debatable whether they're very important or relevant to our learning. I think that um, in terms of grading, the teachers don't even really read through our Vista post that carefully because I remember one week there was a quote we were supposed to analyze within our blog and I forgot to do that because we had a lot of other questions that week and my teacher kind of just missed it. And it was very disheartening to feel like, it just felt like my work wasn't being read over and like just being carefully graded because I spent about an hour to like an hour and a half each week doing my Vista post but the fact that he didn't even read it that carefully was just very disheartening to me yeah absolutely and yeah it is a very long time you if you're listening to this um and you haven't taken a VHS course before it might be very scary to um hear Lucy say that it takes an hour to an hour, an hour and a half to take to do one assignment, and it is this is only one assignment out of the around ten assignments that we receive each week, yeah. and yeah, it is just a lot of time commitment. Um, next, I do want to talk about um, I do want to bring the conversation to some of the benefits that VHS brings because we've been biased. I mean, uh, we're speaking the truth, we're speaking our honest opinion, but there are some benefits. Um, firstly, I do think that. It's freedom. It's one more free block, basically. Mm. It's one more free block of um, socializing, yeah. having fun. Um, you know. Oh, what do we think about um, 
Mr. McAvoy and how the site coordinating has been? I mean, I think it is a very hands-off experience, right? Yeah. Have you guys made one contact with Mr. McAvoy since he stopped for Since a two-week probation period? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I have. I have. I, I've been saying hi to him in the hallways. I don't say hi to him. <laughs> he gave me. He gave me detention. Oh okay. Oh right. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Um. To our listeners, if you aren't aware, so basically, um, when you choose a VHS, VHS course, the first two weeks, your supervisor called Mr. McAvoy will make you stay in his room for. Um, each VHS learning block. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do have to get context on how VHS works in terms of school schedule. So VHS is a school block, yeah. like technically, yeah, yeah. Well, like on your power school, it marks it out as VHS year one, semester, semester one, one. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and if you're a junior considering taking VHS next year, um, know that on your interim grade report, which you might send to some EDs, um, it says in progress. Yeah, it says in yeah. progress. Like if you get an A, if you get an A that you worked hard for, it's not going to show yeah, up yeah, for your ED schools, no, and yeah. your, which these interim grade reports are also sent to your RD schools initially, so they will see that um, they won't see your yeah success. It don't matter really. It don't matter. My ninety nine. <laughs> that was so sad. Wait, ninety nine is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, some of the benefits of VHS. Yes. Well, I guess um, if you're really actually that passionate about AP environmental science and you don't want the, you know, the full commitment of taking two years of this in IB, I guess this course is for you because, well, technically it's the only option for you at SAS. But I would say that this course is better than Earth-Space Science in the sense that Earth-Space Science is more like watered down, it's more chill, it's easy. With this class, you get to have a full AP experience taking you know, the science that you want. And like despite how hard and like very questionable the way grades work in this class, like you do get access to a lot of resources. Like in your AP classroom, you get all of the learning things and the MCQs, FRQs, as well as all the textbooks and MCQs in the sampling learning thing that we mentioned earlier. So if you're self-guided and actually interested about environmental science, it's actually not that bad in terms of like the stuff you get. Yeah, absolutely. And so um, it is very true that there are there is a really, really wide range of VHS offerings. Um, if you want to take a look, it's actually attached on the back page, the second last page of the um, course catalog for our school. So whenever you're, um, when you're doing the course selections, which should be um, next semester, um, around March, I think, where you finalize your course selections, <laughs> there is a brief introduction about um, VHS and um, VHS and the course offerings. There's like a lot. There's like. It looks like a hundred, you know, mm-hmm. up to a hundred. Oh wow, two hundred twenty-eight. That <clears> is <throat> a ridiculous amount of yeah. courses. And um, do note that um, the information on the course catalog is outdated. It still states that Mr. Tracy Dotson is the site coordinator, yeah. and um, gives a bunch of um, broken links, which I discovered um, in sophomore year when I was trying to take VHS. So do negotiate with your, um, negotiate, inform your college counselor and. Um, of your of your decision if you do decide to take VHS, which um, was our general advice towards students who are looking to take VHS. I guess don't see this as a free A course. Well, an A is definitely very easily achievable in this course. How free is the A when you spend 10 hours each week working on the assignments? Yeah. Yeah, and I would add that um, it is also very unstimulating. 
it's not like something that you work hard for. It's not an A that you work hard for. Um, it is very, it's a very bland A, and you don't get much satisfaction for. Even if you're very passionate about a subject, after you take a VHS course, you may not be. That passion may have died down. Yeah, it probably murders your passion. Yes. Um, I would say that if you took biology and you really liked it, you could probably apply some of the same. Uh, concepts to this course because a lot of this course actually uh, has a crossover with bio. So if you took bio or are interested in bio, this course might be for you. It's also a lot less challenging, I would say. So if you want to figure out if you like bio or not, you can take this course. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you guys have anything to add that we haven't talked about yet? Oh, I would say if you do enroll in. Uh, VHS, do like reach out to other classmates of yours who are taking VHS because it is definitely very helpful if you do this together. I know that I definitely would not have the grade that I have right now had I not enlisted the help of you know some online resources and some friends uh, beside me as well. Yeah, and um, like from a unrelated source, like one of my acquaintances has told me secondhanded that um a website. That might start with P, end with E, and uh, the middle letter is O. <laughs> it might actually help you quite a bit with this. And Turnitin hasn't quite like figured out how to identify AI. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And like, if you submit a PDF file instead of a Word file, like the Turnitin doesn't scan your words at all. So like, you know, it might help you a little bit. <laughs> and that is coming from uh, from a, from a, a, from secondhand a source that will not be identified. That, would that is very hurt. invalid and yeah. not reputable. Completely unethical. Yeah, it's like, it's completely highness. Probably high it's ridiculous. It's absolutely, it, it's a blemish on the integrity of SES students that some person will provide such information. <laughs> on, a, on a more serious note, though, I do think that AI is a great tool to help you, especially in discussions, right? Yeah. If you don't know how to phrase something, if you don't know like a certain concept, you can use AI to search it up. Obviously, don't pair like plagiarize from yeah. AI because that's heavily looked down upon in SAS but just know that AI is always there for you if you need it just don't plagiarize yeah it's a definitely great resource for brainstorming um, ideas to put in your VHS assignments and um, yeah what Lucy said so yeah that's our episode on VHS um, thanks for watching <laughs>